you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer with big design small budget here's your host betsy helmuth who doesn't want a little extra cash and say you're going away for the weekend why not rent out your apartment at least that's the thought of a lot of my clients so i have some thoughts in terms of how to design the perfect airbnb to appeal to the most viewers online. And I have clients who actually just rent apartments for Airbnb. I had a client, uh, I'm gonna be confidential on this because it is a controversial topic right now, uh, Airbnb. But I have a client who rented out three apartments in his apartment building. So that way he could just Airbnb them and also live in one of them. So it's a racket, you can make a lot of money. And let's talk about how to attract the ideal stayer. Is it called a stayer? What's it called? Guest? Guest! Oh, I like that better. <laughs> How to attract the ideal guest online. So, Catherine, you are here, and you want to be an airbnb -er, or you currently are? I have used Airbnb for my own purposes. Hello, Lana in London. But I've never had anyone stay at my place, and I'm going to be going away for two weeks in the next month. And I need to make some money while I'm gone, so I thought I'd Airbnb my apartment. And I have a lot of concerns and questions. Now, is this something that you want to do regularly? Because that would change my advice versus something that you just want to do now. It's something I need to do now, but in the future going forward, I would probably do it regularly. So let's do a little bit of both. Okay. Why not? Why not? So you have some specific questions for I me. I do. I'm, so first of all, I don't have any closets in my apartment, as you know, because you've been there. Um, but I do have a dresser and I have like a little area with shelving. When somebody Airbnbs, you have to leave them room for their clothes, right? What do you recommend I do to consolidate and is there something I can buy that would be good for them to use? Well, I don't think you have to leave them room for their clothes, but they don't want to see your clothes. So that's the key. The first thing is to conceal your clothes. And since you don't have an open closet space, I highly recommend an armoire. But armoires can be really expensive even though I love the IKEA packs and IKEA has a couple other good wardrobe systems as well. So I'd recommend hiding your clothes and just for yourself having an armoire. But the other option is places like Overstock. Overstock has one that I really like, which will be on my website, have um, these collapsible armoires. So it's fabric. We just put one together for one of my clients. It's amazing. It just zips up, and then you can kind of roll it in the corner, and I think it costs under $50. And so that can be a nice temporary solution to just get them out of sight, out of mind. 
I don't know if you need to have drawer space, but if somebody's staying for the full two weeks, I think it might be a good idea. If they're just doing a couple days at a time, I certainly don't think you need that. I could see getting a very affordable suitcase stand. I just got one for my in-laws from Walmart for 50 bucks and uh, great reviews, great price point. What is a suitcase stand? So it's just either a metal or wood stand that just folds up and folds out and they can put their suitcase on it and it's at a good height where they can easily get in, easily get out. So they don't have to put it on the floor or on your bed. It can have a permanent place to live while they're there. But that's only good for, you know, four days and under. If they're really going the distance and staying two weeks, I would put some clothes in a box and empty two drawers for them. Okay, thank you. So uh, what are people looking for? How does my apartment stand out when they're looking for an Airbnb? Do they want private rooms? Do they want extra space? Is it the neighborhood? Help me. So it's the price point, it's the neighborhood, but it's also who you want to attract. So I think you really have to think about who would stay in your apartment? Okay. For instance... I want someone who's going to go through my things and steal everything. Oh, Wait, perfect. no, the opposite. I know just how to design that. <laughs> uh, and they don't know about your space through any medium other than online. So it has to appeal to that person online. Basically, you're marketing your space to the target market. You know, some people say that you need to just make it so it appeals to everyone. I totally disagree. You have to get your gimmick. So think about who wants to stay at your space. For instance, the guy who um, had the building in Soho and he rented out three of his apartments and lived in one, he knew clearly who he wanted and each apartment was targeted to a different clientele. Like, for example? So there's a lot of European guests who come and so he wanted to appeal to a European guest who has a little bit more money. So maybe that's a couple versus young kids. So he wanted a European couple's apartment, which means it can't be too feminine, but also, you know, we have to generalize. We have to stereotype sometimes when we market and think about what does a European person want? Perhaps they want cleaner lines. You know, perhaps they want to see a more modern aesthetic, uh, a little bit less stuff. So you kind of have to appeal to who you're thinking about. For instance, I had a woman um, downtown in the financial district, and she wanted to appeal to somebody who loves luxury hotels because it was a very expensive place, but she wanted to be on a very low budget. I think it was 3000 and under. Uh, and it's hard to do expensive on a budget, but what you look for are mirrors. You look for upholstered furniture. You look for rugs that have an interesting pattern. So you look for like sconces that maybe have some reflection. So there are things that you can do to really stand out, but think about who you want to stay. Have you thought about who might want to be in your neighborhood? I would like a young couple because mm -hmm. it's a nice size apartment, it's not gigantic, or a single person. Mm -hmm. uh, but somebody who's responsible and uh, is in New York for the right reasons and not loud and not a party animal. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said maybe couple or an older couple. So I think what you're going to want is maybe something that looks cozy. So versus going modern and minimalist mm. like we did in one of the spaces in Soho, I think you should look for something comfortable, like maybe appeal to them with a throw on the chair, mm. maybe appeal to them with a few extra pillows, but keep it free of tchotchkes, keep it free of personal pictures because they don't really want to feel like they're staying in your apartment. You what about my dog pictures? Pictures of my dog. Well, everybody loves a good dog picture, okay. so throw that in there. Right. Um, maybe a couple cat and baby pictures, just for good measure. But um, depersonalize. I don't want to see your socks, and I don't want to see your graduation picture. Mm -hmm. So take that stuff out 
And the other thing is when you're putting pictures online, people can't sense textures. They sense color. They sense pattern. So think about adding some color and some patterns so your pictures pop. Because what's going to make your picture stand out from all the other pictures? And you want that pop, that eye-catching bit, even if it's just one thing. For instance, in another space that I did in the West Village, we did wallpaper on just one wall. It was removable wallpaper, but it had a quite graphic pattern because she wanted to appeal to people who are young and hip and wanted to see the town. And so with that pattern, we were able to create this visual eye candy that caught their attention and made them scan down the list and say, what's that? Is that chevron wallpaper? Awesome. I want to see the other pictures just to see the design. I don't even know if I want to stay there, but that place is interesting. Because if you go on there, you know, check out your competition on Airbnb. You'll see that a lot of the photos are bland. A lot of them are cluttered. A lot of them are places that feel like a hostel, not like a hotel. So how can you appeal to that person who's quiet? How can you appeal to that person who wants to check out New York during the day, but come home a little bit earlier and maybe read their guidebook for the next day? So is a picture with my large flat screen TV an okay thing to put in there? Like to advertise, you can watch movies here as well? Or is that tacky? No, I think that could be good. You know, people go for a variety of reasons and the person you're wanting to appeal to isn't out clubbing all night. So they will want a TV potentially, or they will want like a comfortable couch. So really market its comfortableness, Mm -hmm. market the fact that maybe you have a lot of utensils for cooking because maybe they're a couple who might want to come back and not eat out every night. Um, And also you're, you're in a great part of Brooklyn, but it's not super close to the train. So they might want to like stay in for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And so that could be a good way to encourage the type of person you're looking for to go there. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. Okay. That was my question. My next question was about photos. That's perfect. So I guess I also want to know, what would you tell someone like me to add to their apartment? If I were to spend some money to make it look good, what is the number one thing I would need to make it more comfortable to them? So you need that pop. You need that graphic, Mm eye-catching pop. And one way that I think makes a space look both interesting and cozy is to add drapes. Because it's a really Ah. big element in a picture. It's just a really big swath of fabric that can add that color quickly and affordably. You mean on the windows? That's right. Wow. That's right. So drapes on the windows will really add that kind of pow that you're looking for. 
also, you know, if your windows are um, not well insulated like so many of ours are not. Right. Then that can serve as a thermal lining. So you can actually use it for your own purposes in terms of an intentional reason you have these. But moreover, they really stand out where on Airbnb I, sites. Where can I buy uh, these drapes Oh my goodness. I have favorite colors? sites. So this is where I would recommend doing a pattern because like I said, it's that big splash that will catch their eye and then you can be subtle with the pillows. You can be subtle with the rug. So I would recommend overstock.com. Love overstock. Love overstock. Great returns policy. But you know what I found? Sears.com sells a pair of panels for cheaper than one panel in overstock. Really? So Sears.com has been an interesting find for me. All right. So as far as my bedroom is concerned, I have mm -hmm. a very nice large bedroom, which I think is appealing, but I need to get a new comforter anyway. Is there a good color comforter that really speaks to everyone? Like is yes. yellow too off-putting? Is... Yes. Okay. So the, you know, Western Hemisphere's favorite color is blue, and it's also a very restful color in the bedroom. So I would go with a shade of blue because it appeals to both men and women. Pinks, purples, that's going to ostracize quite a bit of your market, unless that's who you're trying to appeal to, even though I highly recommend not appealing to a gender, more appealing to an aesthetic. I would do a teal if you want to appeal to genders equally. I might do a true blue, maybe a soft blue, or um, even a navy. All right, I'm getting my apartment repainted for this purpose, and also just Whoa. because I want to get it repainted anyway. Um, I was just going to do off-white because that's what it is anyway, but you've seen my apartment. What would you recommend uh, for the listeners at home? I have exposed brick wall, and the rest are white. I have some artwork, TV, computer, chairs. Everything is a nice sort of like burgundy red or a deep blue. It's a very common colors for me. So I don't know if I should do colors on the wall. What do you think? I don't think you should. Really? No. Okay. Yeah. Great. Because it's not about the wall paint. It's about the furnishings. And that's what they're looking at. They're like, do I want to sit on that couch? Do I want to sleep in that bed? So spend more on a headboard that looks really cool and inviting and do a neutral paint color that you feel comfortable living with year round. If you did want to do wall paint, I'd want you to do it for yourself, not for Airbnb, because I don't think that's the way to appeal universally. Um, you could do paint in the bedroom, but I would do a neutral in the living room. Okay. It's easier to live with, especially with those other colors you've already incorporated. Okay. Now, my bedroom doesn't have a lot of wall art. In fact, the one I do have, I'm taking down because it's stupid. Um, I do want to buy something for above my bed that I would like, but also is appealing to a guest. I know you like Etsy and their artwork. Is there something you'd recommend? Like, I like your... You know, uh, what are these uh, airplanes? My airplanes or from Etsy. Things like that. Are there things like, is a photograph better or is artwork better? What do you think? So first of all, do you have a headboard? I mean, I have a, a metal thing that goes over. Uh -huh, it's kind of uh -huh. high. It's nice. It's like wrought iron. And is it flat or is it curved? It's flat. Okay, because if it's flat, I like a picture right above there. If it's curved, sometimes I do something sculptural or circular because everybody loves, if you have a camelback bed, that's what that curve is called. They love like a circular mirror up there or a circular sculpture type thing. So that can really give you a hotel powerful impact look and you can get those so affordably on Z Gallery, Kirkland's, Target. In terms of a flat, I typically do artwork and it's a queen. It's queen. Okay. And high ceilings? Typical. Yes. Pretty typical ceilings. Typical ceilings. Yeah. Okay, okay. So for typical ceilings, I would do 24 by 36 horizontal. Mm -hmm. I do one piece because... So that's 24 horizontal or 20, 30, 36 horizontal, horizontal. Okay. 24 high. If you have ceilings that are higher than 
nine feet, I would do 36 by 36 square because it will really emphasize the height that you have. In your case, just go standard. And um, I would go there for a pop of color and then do solid bedding, I think. Maybe okay. bedding with a texture. Everybody loves to see a duvet with a comforter inside. And it's easy to maintain because you just clean the duvet. You don't clean the inside comforter in between clients if you're anything like hotels. That's what they do too. So that's what I would recommend is getting a really comfy looking because people, no matter what you're trying to appeal to, people are going there to sleep. So let's make that bed look awesome. So if your headboard doesn't look awesome, buy a great one on hayneedle.com for $199 like I'm doing. <laughs> um, or, you know, get that really great bedding that has a texture so it doesn't look wrinkly in your pictures and it looks so inviting because it's all plush. And that you can get at overstock.com. Amazing price points. Great reviews. Just look at their textured duvet covers. And then I would do artwork that's maybe a painting, maybe something that visually pops, nothing black or white because mm -hmm. your walls are going to be in neutral. Mm -hmm. So go for something that really catches their eye but universally appeals. And I don't like images of people in a bedroom. So you wouldn't get like a nude woman sprawled out over a canvas. That's I, the one I'm taking down. And it's a me. Is it? No. Oh. It's not. But no, I'm joking. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, if it personally appeals, but I'm just saying the universal appeal is not there for nudity above a bed. I'd go for something more like a seascape or an interesting soothing landscape, mm -hmm. something like that. Okay. Something people Maybe free. I just had an idea. Maybe Brooklyn centric. Maybe like a landscape of Brooklyn. Yeah, but here's the deal. Okay. You've got to live there the rest of the year. Good point. So I think that's perfect if you're renting out your Airbnb exclusively to rent out. But if you're just doing it every now and again because you want to earn some extra money, then I wouldn't make it a postcard to Brooklyn because it's a little literal for somebody who actually lives here. It's mm -hmm. a little touristy, mm -hmm. and that's not who you are. That's true. That's not who any native New Yorker should be because we already live here. So let's find an interesting snapshot or a moment and skip the panoramas, people. All skip right. the panoramas. All right. Well, thank you so much for your help. Um, of course. I think, that's, uh, I think I'm all set. And if anybody wants Good. my apartment, let me know. Well, check out Catherine's apartment on Airbnb. Is there anything we should let them know? Is there a specific uh, number it's gonna or something? It's going to be in Carroll Gardens. Oh. So look in Carroll Gardens. And my neighbor has an Airbnb upstairs, but hers is a lot more cluttered and a uh, different layout. So mine is the long floor through with the open exposed brick and a uh, very big bedroom with the queen size bed. And the neutral walls and the landscaped art above the bed. So keep an eye out for those things. And happy hosting. Thank you. I hope you make a ton of money in your two-week stint. Thanks so much to our intrepid producer, Catherine Heller, who is also my guest today. Thank you to Aton and the Embassy for their amazing theme song. And thank you to Affordable Interior Design, who hosts this podcast and who's an amazing business to call if you have interior design needs and are on a budget. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. 
And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.